This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Talk Radio 77. WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Seventy-seven WABC. I want you to rate your own performance on Wednesday night. Looking back on it now, is there anything you would have done differently? Not really, Martha. I mean, I think that you know, I answered the questions as I always do, really directly. Um, looked into the camera and spoke to the audience at home and told them the truth. And, and the truth is that you know we can't have a convicted felon uh, as our nominee for president and expect we're going to win. Uh, and it was really the most amazing part of the debate to me was the idea that, you know, the majority of my competitors believe that you can have a convicted felon um, as our nominee for president and uh, that they'd support that and that he could win. Uh, I think that's an impossibility. Uh, and I think what it will mean for uh, folks across the country is four more years of Joe Biden. And for Republican primary voters, they have to think about what that will mean, potentially a packed Supreme Court potentially the elimination of the filibuster, and a lot more. So what's at stake here is we need to nominate someone who's proven that they can beat Democratic incumbents. And I was the only one on that stage that's ever done that, and I'll beat Joe Biden if I get the nomination. Jerk Chris Christie polling at about 2%. I know he's doing okay in New Hampshire, but God, who cares if I take on Joe Biden? <laughs> I mean, I got uh, equally as good a chance as taking on Joe Biden as you do. I'm not even running. And don't call my friend a convicted felon, my friend uh, Donald Trump. He's going to be on this show Friday morning at 840. Trump back for the second time in about three months. And uh, relayed a message to his daughter-in-law, Lara, on Friday, quote, Tell number one, Sid, I love him. My next guest I really do love. He's on this show every Thursday at 840, and it is the highest-rated segment of the week of any show on this station. So to get him twice in one week is fantastic. But don't forget, we are inching closer to our big night in Huntington, Long Island, on stage together late October. And with news happening every day, why not go to this guy? Right? BillOReilly.com is as good as it gets. The interviews, the columns, the TV shows, just great. And whether it's 9 p.m. here, weeknights on WABC, or a Killing Series book, nobody says it better than Bill O'Reilly. With that said, good Monday morning, Bill. How are you, pal? You know, I'm overworked as usual. I was on vacation last week. Very nice out on eastern Long Island. Um, but now I'm back in the swing. Been listening to your program uh, to get up to speed this morning. 
So what Thank you. do you want to know? Well, um, let's start with uh, what Chris Christie was talking about there, which yeah. is, you know, how do the guys up on stage, these guys in and around me, how do they support a quote-unquote convicted felon who can't win? And I hear an awful lot from even Trump supporters that he'll win the primary, but he can't win. I don't know what that's based on. I think it's ridiculous. You want to explain that to me, Bill? Well, I wrote a message of the day about that exact thing, that the strategy now um, on the Democratic side and with their corporate media allies, and remember, the corporate media now is openly allied with the Democratic Party, is to um, basically demean Trump as much as possible so that if he does get the nomination, then he get wiped out easily. But what the press ignores is the competition for Trump, which is in total disarray, extreme disarray. And Christie makes that mistake, too. Let me tie in Chris Christie. So Christie's saying we can't have a convicted felon run for president of the United States. What he does there is legitimize these obviously political prosecutions. He's legitimizing them. Out of all the prosecutions that Trump is facing, only one is valid, and that's Mar-a-Lago. He did take the documents, and it took him uh, far too long to cooperate with the National Archives. But tonight on the No Spin News, and you can hear that on Common Sense on Bill o, with Bill O'Reilly on WABC, I'm breaking a story that everybody ignored over the weekend. I know everybody's summertime and living is easy, but Biden's out in Lake Tahoe on vacation, or at least was last week. He was walking around in a daze, as he usually does, and some reporters said, hey, uh, did the special counsel looking into your documents, all right, set up an appointment with you? Biden looks at the reporter and goes, no. I haven't heard from him, nor should I. Media totally ignored it. Did you hear that? I did not. Okay. Nobody heard it, except me, of course. And I'm going, wait. The special counsel has been there for eight and a half months, and he hasn't contacted Joe Biden yet? What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Well, I mean, it tells you that the fix is in again. It is, and I, I did actually see the story. Now that uh, you're, you're talking about Jay Bratt, and you're talking about Caroline Saba, who actually were at the White House. They were at the White House, uh, part of Jack Smith's team, meeting with Biden staffers. So once again, much like Biden claims, I had no idea what my son was doing. There's really no way he didn't know about this one either. So yeah, this the fix was in. Biden's own people were meeting with Jack Smith's people, almost ensuring that Trump would be indicted for these documents. Okay, that's all true, but it, it, it doesn't come close to having a special counsel appointed. His name is Robert Herr. Yeah. In January to look into a massive amount of classified information taken out of Washington by then-Vice President Joe Biden, who had no right to do that. Mm. And in eight and a half months, her has not even contacted the president? Please. See, the issue, mean, here's the issue, is, though. Here's the issue. It, it, the majority of the people in this country 
I think it's more than 50%. Oh, we'll see, come election day. But I think it's more than 50% hate Trump, hate me, hate this party. And they don't watch, you know, television shows on Newsmax or Fox News. They don't listen to Bill O'Reilly on WABC. They don't listen to Sid on WABC. So my question is a simple one, but it's important. How do we make Americans who have open minds, how do we make them aware of all these stories? Well, they are aware that the fix was in on Hunter Biden. So the massive amount of people in this country, they know that Hunter Biden was given a sweetheart deal and the federal government didn't want to prosecute him for anything and were forced to. Most voters know that. And now you just layer it out. So let me circle around. It is true that I think a majority of Americans do not want Donald Trump to be president again. I believe that. But it's not an overwhelming majority like it would be with Chris Christie. All right? Voters don't like him. They don't like him. He's not a likable man. All right? So he's not going to win. Basically, on that, Pence isn't going to win because Pence is too stern. All right? What I said to Pence is people last week is, look, I, I, we all got the uh, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. We, we had it. Okay? We have it for eight years for pets. So rather than take up verbal time when you're debating, just hold up a picture of Jesus on the stage <laughs> once in a while. Ah, you're right. That would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Let's, let's do it more efficiently. Whenever you feel the need or whenever you get a divine inspiration, just hold up a picture of Jesus. That's it. Everybody knows. Okay. Yeah. So Pence isn't going to win. Uh, Christie's not going to win. Trump will probably, unless there's unforeseen, and this drives me crazy because it is all about unforeseen circumstances in the next six months. A big, big time on Biden, by the way. So then you, you go into, well, who's Trump going to run against? Who's he going to run against? If Biden somehow stumbles in to the democratic convention next summer i will be i'll be stunned yeah the man the man is everyone knows he's impaired it's over it's over right yeah. and and they're gonna get him on the bribery stuff it, and here's and i'll give wabc listeners uh, a bit of a, a preview here this is what's percolating in the house committees it doesn't look like there's any evidence to show that Joe Biden got cash from his son and brother and Devin Archer, the three that put together all of these shell corporations. But all his expenses and Jill's expenses, not all, but many were paid by those corporations. You mean like mortgage payments, car payments, no, stuff like that? No, no. no. Home improvements. Okay. Insurance. Okay. Annoying stuff that the drain regular Americans, because we have bills to pay to keep functioning, the corporations took care of them. And you're sure there was no cash? No, I'm not sure. Okay. I am absolutely not sure. This is what's percolating. Gotcha. Well, okay. well that, may, that may be, uh, it, that's why you can explain that with all these bank documents that Jim Colmer and Jim Jordan and all these folks continue to talk about it even show, we are yet to see a cash transaction, because you may be right, they may have done it in a different way. Yeah. I mean, 
having Joe Biden take cash and put it in his pocket, I don't think they're going to be able to prove that. Yeah. But all of these corporations, and there, there's tons of them, they have expenses. Corporations pay expenses. All right? So they just put this in this file, that in that file, and that's what they're trying, they being the House Republicans on the committee, yeah. to link in, to link Biden in. Well, I can tell you this. Trump woke up this morning, and the first thing he talked about on his social media, uh, Truth Social, was the Biden case. And he said to the House GOP members, this is just this morning, to your point, Bill, he said, get this done. Get this impeachment yeah, inquiry done. And he made it sound like, and Trump, he means it, he made it sound like if you don't get it done, then you're going to pay the price somewhere down the road. He said, I think, I think the exact quote was, you will disappear into oblivion. If that sounds like a threat, it was. Well, look, I, whatever Trump says on any given day, uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on unless it's policy. All right. But my, my point and the most important point in this discussion is that, yes, most Americans would rather have someone else with an untainted record who's looking out for them as president. But when if Trump gets a nomination and he's up against Kamala or please, Newsom, please. he'll beat them both. He'll, he'll kill beat him. them both. He'll kill him. Yeah. Now, no, he won't kill him. No, him. you're right. He won't kill him. You're right. You're right. He'll beat, he'll beat them both. And if Biden comes off the stage, which is, I think, better than 50-50 at this point, all right, so then Trump puts himself in a position – and the corporate media panics. Um, I want to segue into uh, this uh, migrant situation. Yeah. Uh, are are you aware, Bill, that, uh, you know, of course, I, I rail on protesters yeah. every day that I actually a- appeared at two last week, very unsid Rosenberg-like in Brooklyn. No, I know you appeared there, and you had a big line of people asking you at those rallies, how you get so tanned. That's true. That's the first yeah. thing WPIX asked me. <laughs> other than protesting the migrant thing, they want to know how to get so tanned. That's right. Anyway, um, this is ties right into the show that Rosenberg and O'Reilly are doing uh, on October 26th at the Paramount Theater in Huntington. 27th. 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 I'm right. sorry. Yeah. Uh, September 26th is when Killing the Witches comes out, so I'm old and I can't. The 27th <laughs> Friday. But anyway, we'd like you to, you know, if you want to come, you got to move it now. But this is called Conflict Resolution. In that show, A New York State of Mind is the name of the show. We in the New York City area resolve conflicts differently than everyone else in the country. All right? And, and we're going to get into that in a funny way. It's not going to be a... Serious, there's going to be serious points, but they're going to be made in a funny way. So this migrant situation is the classic conflict in New York. Here you have a situation that's out of control because of one man. That's Joe Biden. Biden's failure to enforce immigration law has led to 7 million people coming to the United States who should not be here. And a significant portion of those people are coming to New York. The people that enable Joe Biden are named Kathy Hochul and Eric Adams. 100 percent. 
they were the biggest Biden enablers in New York. And now they're getting it right between the eyes because they enabled an incompetent person who has now wreaked destruction on this entire area. They're getting it right between the eyes, but that didn't stop Mayor Eric Adams from going to Tel Aviv and the Hamptons all last week. Hey, look, if you <laughs> were in Adams's situation, you'd move to Tel Aviv. <laughs> okay? Because this man cannot stop this. He can't. He doesn't have the power to do it. He doesn't have any money left. He knows it's a disaster. Anybody would in his position. And Hochul has turned on him. So Hochul's now saying, you're not moving these people out of New York City. Nobody, no other county in New York's taking them. So Hochul threw Adams literally under the migrant bus. But let me ask you something. So well, let me ask you, a couple of months ago, they tried to send them to Rockland County. And the guy up in Rockland, yeah, a guy up in Rockland County named Ed Day said, over my dead body. In fact, he threatened the mayor physically. And while that sounds awful, guess what? Not one migrant has gone to Rockland County. Why wouldn't the rest of these counties take a page out of Ed Day's book? Well, they don't have to do what Ed did. They can just file a lawsuit against New York City. Yeah. Okay? I mean, and, and that will bankrupt the city even further. That's why Hochul knows that Hochul is finished. I, you know, this is and going back just a year ago, if Lee Zeldin were governor, he would be crucifying Joe Biden. It's Biden's fault. Right. Saying 100%. his name, not just not just saying these two words. They love to say these two words, Hochul and Adams, federal government, because when they do that, Bill, I know you know this. When they say federal government, that leaves them open room to also criticize Republicans for the lack of immigration reform, which has nothing to do with this. Oh, nothing. It's, a bunch of, it's the biggest bunch of garbage in the world because Trump, in his last year, had to remain in Mexico policy that cut this thing down 90%. That's right. I mean, that's all you got to say is, what do you mean? But the, the cowardice on the part of the Democratic structure in New York. So how do you resolve the problem? You don't resolve it. So Adams and Hochul made a deal with the devil, Biden, and now the devil is coming for his due. It's it, That's what's happening. So at our show, I'm, I'm going to expand it into the personal realm. Is that Everybody has stuff like this that befalls them. All right? I, I've got Adam, it. Just, I mean, I, you know that Danielle and I, you know, for, dreamed about moving to where we live now for 31 years. We dreamed about it. Danielle's been going there since she's two years old. We get this beautiful home. We've worked on it, did all this great work. And uh, this Floyd Bennett Field is three miles from my house. And while I don't blame the migrants, I don't want them there. Bottom yeah, line. That's an important, that's important point. Not the migrants. Um, but there is an element of that crew. Out of 7 million, you got 10% that are going to be criminals. That's the population breakdown everywhere. That's 700,000 people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't care if it's 70. There were two women that were raped in Buffalo last week for migrants. So if 3,000 guys show up at, at Floyd Bennett Field and only one of the 3,000 jumps out of a bush at 430 in the morning and attacks my wife, that doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. No, and, and but I want New Yorkers to demonstrate, but peacefully. I mean, yes. don't give the cops a hard time. Right. Because it's not the police that, you know, every time the police have to arrest somebody or put them on the ground, then a, a cop can throw out his back or, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm serious, though. Yeah. I'm serious. You know, a, a cop can get hurt yeah. doing that kind of stuff and yeah. unintended consequences. I understand what Curtis is doing. He wants to bring attention to the. Well, I wanted, I, I, want, I wanted to ask you about that. It's important because I've gotten very close with Curtis. I did appear at two rallies with Curtis in Brooklyn last week. But, you know, you and I are also extremely close. Do you think Curtis is doing the right thing? He does not. By the way, he does not encourage violence. He doesn't. Do you think he's doing the right thing? Yes. Because Good. there's got to be a leader. And, you know, in, in an area with 16 million people, um, most of whom sympathize with, with the position that this is insane, that we don't have any money anyway here, and the taxes are the highest in the nation, and now we're putting billions of dollars out on people who shouldn't be here. But the cowardness of the Democratic machine in New York, which dominates, I mean, they should be killing Biden. Yep. Killing him. Yep. Because tomorrow Biden can write an executive order that stops all asylum claims for six months. And close the border. Tomorrow he can write that order. And close the border. Well, that's a little harder. Yeah. But. He can write the order saying we have so much chaos and so much, so many problems locally that we're not going to take asylum claims for six months. Right. He can write that order tomorrow. Yep. Okay. You want Adams and Hochul to come out and say that? Will they? No. Never. Because they're cowards, and now they're getting. That's what cowards get. If you don't stand up. And this is the best example in history of the German people in the 1930s, most of whom knew what Hitler was, and they wouldn't stand up because they were afraid. True. So that's what you get. This is, you know, I, I don't like to use the Nazi uh, comparison, but it's the most vivid. You've got to stand up against injustice. And to flood New York City with hundreds of thousands of people who shouldn't be here when we don't have the facilities to care for those people is, is not humane. All right. This is this is 
an atrocity. But you will not get the politicians to demand that Biden sign an executive order or at least attempt to put it in to the madness. God, I'm so, so happy. Nothing happened. I'm so happy nothing you came on. Happened. So happy. I'm so happy you came on today. I, I don't know how I can get you on every day. <laughs> I know you're past that point, believe me, in your career. But this was such an important and great conversation. And every point you made, as always, was right on the money. So I, I want to thank you for coming on again today. We'll do it again sure. on Thursday. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Yeah, and we want to see everybody out because every, you'll never forget the uh, state, New York State of Mind show on the 27th of October. Sorry, I made that mistake. You go to BillOReilly.com, Ticketmaster, the Paramount Theater in Huntington. They'll set you right up. And uh, this show will be sold out very shortly. Bill, you're the best. You really are. I love you. Thank you so much. This was great. Thank okay, you. Okay, Sid. We'll talk Thursday. Can't wait. Bye. There he is, the great Bill O'Reilly. Take heed. October 27th, the Paramount Theater, Huntington, Long Island. Go to BillOReilly.com, Ticketmaster, or the Paramount Theater. Get your tickets now.